Hey friends, are you unsure of what to say on social media or what to even send in your weekly emails? Well, what if creating content could be easy? Would you be looking for a shortcut to creating consistent content? Yes, consistent content, because you know consistency is key. Well, let me tell you, you are not alone when you feel like you're struggling on what to post or what to write in emails. And we know that you have that product part of your business down. But as you're listening to this podcast, you probably already know that to get more people to your products, to buy your products, you need to create great content. Oh, I know. I see. I keep saying content, and that's the dreaded C word. And we can't tell you how many product bosses tell us that they want to create great content for their audience and their customers, but they don't know what to say, or they are so busy they can't find the time, or they really, really, really don't want to be the face of their brand. Well, no worries, because that's exactly why we created a year of content. It is your shortcut to creating consistent, content that resonates with your audience and brings more loyal customers who can't wait to buy your products. If you want to see how easy this is and how easy it is to create content for your audience and your customers, head to www.ayearofcontent.com. Welcome to the Product Boss Podcast, where we help product-based businesses grow their sales and improve their strategies. Hey, everyone. I want to introduce you to my co-host and biz bestie, Mina Kunlositev, an Amazon guru that has built a multi-six-figure product-based business. In introducing the other half of the product boss, Jacqueline Snyder, she has helped launch and grow over 500 fashion apparel and accessory brands, even one of her own. And together, we share our inventory of secret weapons that will help you dig deep and do the work it takes. Are you ready? Let's build together. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the Product Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Jacqueline Snyder, with my awesome co-host, Mina Kunlosita. Hey, Mina. Hey, Jacqueline. So how are you surviving the winter? Um, it's looking like springtime over here. So how are you surviving the winter? <laughs> it's looking like wintertime over here. <laughs> it's getting cold. So, we were putting on jackets while we were about to record this podcast. Yeah. I mean, hopefully for all of you, you're enjoying whatever weather it is. You know, with the holiday season upon us, it is kind of nice to have a white Christmas. My kids always, always thoroughly enjoy that. And it doesn't feel quite like Christmas without, you know, some sort of brisk wind happening outside. Oh, we asked our kids, we're like, would you guys want to go to California for Christmas? And they were like, mm-hmm. no, there won't be any snow there. We were, they were like mm-hmm. so offended. I was like, it doesn't, we're not guaranteed snow on Christmas, but um, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, and it, I actually can't believe that it's the end of 2021 or whatever year we all believe this year yeah. is. I almost thought it was 2022 since we were just thinking about the title of this. <laughs> I was like, no, no, 2022. I went to, um, I had to fill up paperwork to get my um, booster shot this morning. And I had to ask somebody what the year was. You know, I was like, oh my God. Cause I'm like sitting there and I'm like, oh, what year, what year, Mina? I'm just going to go back to like, the year 2000. <laughs> And then the the pharmacy tech was like 2021. I was like, oh, thank you. I've blacked everything out this entire year. It was like really struggling, you know? Yeah. And we were, and we were just laughing as we were coming up with, you know, our episodes and we were laughing about our 2020 episode. We had a, oh, yeah. we had a 2020 mm-hmm. episode that somebody recently listened to and did a reel about where it was like 2020 is going to be the best year ever. 
<laughs> yeah. And you know what? And we were talking That's about that. to say it wasn't mm-hmm. the, I mean, obviously it wasn't in the same tone or nature of what we are talking about in the podcast episode because we were like 2020s, you know, in hindsight, you know, whatever. Um, 2020, what is that saying? Um, hindsight is 2020? Yes, hindsight is 2020. And, um, but now, I mean, when looking back on it, it was a really great year for a lot of people, us included, right? We learned really big lessons. We'll never forget 2020. And it was kind of the best year in a different sort of way, you know? Yeah, it was a stop, slow down, focus on what's important. And then also Mm -hmm. I will say, and we supported so many of you product bosses out there through that year was that it was some of, some of yours like highest revenue ever. It like put you on the map. You were able to step forward into your businesses. So it is a devastating year and we lost so many lives and I know we still continue to, but, but, you know, I think everything that we go through, whether they're struggles or, you know, we always have expectations of the new year. Yeah. None of us know what's to come, but I think, I mean, if we throw that all out the window, it's just another month, right? Yeah. It's just another year. It's just so, us getting I mean, invigorated and excited about like <laughs> newness, right? Like that new, yeah. that those everything that we're that people do in January, where they're like, okay, I'm going to start working out now and I'm going to eat better mm-hmm. and I'm going to stop smoking and I'm going to do all these things, right? And so I think it's great as humans to reset a bit and recalibrate. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think entrepreneurship is exactly this. It's a roller coaster ride and we're on it together and life is a roller coaster ride and we, we there's ups and downs and we learn and we pivot and we grow. And I think that's our intention for all of you. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved New Year's. I remember when I was a, when I was, I did graphic design for a long time for a bank and um, for like seven years, I did their annual reports, all their newsletters. And I remember one of the things that I would do for the new year was I had created this thing that said, um, you know, what happened this year? Um, who are people I want to be more like and everything like that. And one of the VPs, uh, the she was the HR VP, not the marketing VP that I worked with. She saw it and she asked me for it. And she's like, I'm going to have this get together. I was wondering if I could, if you could make, um, give me the file, the PDF for that so I can print it off for my guests. And it was like, I, a realization that other people really like doing that stuff too. It wasn't just me, you know? So I had done that for like my personal use with my sister who worked at the bank, by the way. This is why that's, this story is relevant and why how I knew the HR VP. And she was amazing. And I thought, wow, this is, I do really enjoy doing the goal setting and everything. It kind of forces you into reflection. And so if the, anything we would love for all of you just kind of take a pause and force yourselves into reflection now that the year is winding down and then you are a new year is upon us you know whether or not they're the generic goals of you know i want to I mean, one of mine was i want to stop biting my fingernails for i mean literally 40 something years that's been on my you know not for well I, I probably didn't start that till my 20s so for 20 years i always wanted long nails so, you know, it was funny because it became this inside joke with me and my sisters because we learned it from my grandma. So we all kind of bite at our nails. And um, they were like, oh yeah, Nina's top, top one, stop biting your nails. Because I was like, I know what I'm going to do this year. I know what I'm going to do this year. Dude, that is a, a hard habit to break. Um, it is. I've tried everything too, by the way. I know. Even like, and I know someone else who had that as a habit and um she would put fake nails on, but then she just bite the fake nails off. So it's just, mm-hmm. it's getting your hands out of your mouth, which 
2020, we were trying to learn that. I don't know if you bit your hands uh-huh. last. You're like, I'm not leaving the house. I can bite my nails oh, all I, I want. Oh, Just like people, my dad had quit smoking, you know? Uh-huh. And one of the things that was really hard for him was the feel of the cigarette. Mm. And he quit when we started having kids. That, that was the agreement. And it was a struggle for him. But then he would always have like a pretzel or something, you know, like... Because the feeling of something feels like it needs to be there, you know? I miss pretzels. <laughs> Not cigarettes? <laughs> That's so great. I'm green free and I was dreaming of pancakes this morning. Let me just tell you. <laughs> so, Make a banana one. I know. I know. Can you tell I'm hungry? Okay. Here's where I want to go with this though. Because um, and here for all of you, you're listening to this in December. If you're listening to this in the future, we are going to kick off the new year with all of you. And we are going to be hosting three free workshops, which are the product classes guide to your best year yet. We're not signing up yet, but I want you all to just remember this in the month of January, we're going to have this free workshop series because we want to help kick off the new year to make it your best year yet. Right. We can't, we're only going to compare against ourselves, right? We're not comparing against other businesses or other product classes that we know. And how can we really optimize 2022 to be the best year for you in business? Um, so we will be hosting free, three free workshops. And then in February, we're kicking off our bestseller secrets challenge. So we have a lot of amazing things planned for you in the very beginning of 2022 to really set you all up for success. Um, and so we're excited to talk to you today about our top advice on how to make this your best year yet. Um, because we've worked with thousands of businesses at this point, you know, between our students in multi-stream machine, our masterminders, our one-on-one clients that we've had our own businesses and, there's something that we've realized that we've seen success happen for these product bosses, for business owners in general, and it's happened faster and easier than if they had done this on their own. So should we get into it? Yeah. All right. So what's the top advice? Our top advice, my friends, is to level up. We want you to level yourselves up. So while your your products might be amazing, while your websites might be amazing, while anything you're doing is incredible and amazing and you're learning, the thing that we see is the biggest roadblock and our biggest advice is that you as a business owner really need to level up. You level up your mindset, you level up your education, you just, you and you invest in yourself and you keep investing mm-hmm. in yourself. And at all stages of business, you will invest in yourself and you're going to figure out what do I need right now in this time to make this my best year yet. Yeah. I think this really is fitting for the end of the year, beginning of the new year, because it really, you know, at the core of all, every entrepreneur, we're all self-learners, we're all self-educators, and we're all self-improvement junkies, you know? So this is a little bit of self-improvement that we really want you to consider and highly encourage you to think about how am I going to self-improve? How am I going to invest in myself? It looks different for every single person. I wanted to say that in a way of self-improvement because sometimes it just requires a reframe. Lots of people, sometimes they stop themselves because they're like, oh, this is a big investment or I'm not used to investing in themselves. Well, are you used to self-improvement? Because you know this is something that as entrepreneurs, you will realize that you don't know everything. Not anybody knows everything. You know, and we are always, always trying to um, learn as we go, right? There's a something to be learned in every challenge or obstacle that we come across. Yeah, and I think you know, <clears throat> I don't want to generalize too much here, but we work with a lot of women at the mm-hmm. Product Boss, and and it's just 
we there's there's men as well in our community, but we work with a lot of women and and me and I are both married. Um, and we have talked to our husbands about investing in ourselves, right? Like you and I have taken courses, we've mm-hmm. been in masterminds, we buy books, we listen to podcasts that are free. We there's so many things that we've invested in over the years um to put into ourselves, including our college education. You have a yeah. master's degree, right? I transferred schools because I wanted to be in an art school for what I wanted to do as a fashion designer. So you know, we've invested in our lives and in ourselves for a very long time. And I think we've seen that as our gateway to a different life than our parents. Mm-hmm. You know, we're first generation American. Um, both of our sets of families are uneducated, right? Like you're, you were one of the first to go to college in your family. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Mm-hmm. Right. I was both sides, first, you know, yeah, same. So it was, it was not something- the first to go to college. There were older cousins than me. If you think about extended, but first to graduate, you know? Yeah. And I, I guess a higher level, I mean, MBA for sure. Also, cause you did it in three years instead of four yeah. or I mean, five race, race to beat <laughs> everybody. Like, I will beat all of you. <laughs> so I think for you and I, it innately came as, I remember my dad said he dropped out of school at 13. He had to start working and like support the family. Right. And so, mm-hmm. and my mom wasn't she went to secretarial school and then dropped out of that because where she grew up in London, it was like for how she was raised that she would go and be a secretary, for example. And mm-hmm. so education really just wasn't a priority. And then I think my reflection in my family was, okay, they got where they got and they were entrepreneurs and they figured a lot of things out. But for me, education, especially being in America, was almost this other key to unlock so much more, right? It was like, especially mm-hmm. our generation, like getting to college and, and what, what would happen there. And so I've always looked at education as like my pathway to something greater in myself mm-hmm. to unlock something to like. And so I think that was just something for you and I that we saw because of where we came from and what I'm excited about. And like through having this podcast and us having this educational company and, and, you know, our courses and how that's really changed people's lives is that as our kids grow up or people right now, you didn't have to go to business school and get a master's to be a successful company, to have a product-based business, to do all these things. Like you don't have to have the degree anymore, but you do have to continue to invest in yourself. And a lot of that comes in the form of education. Yeah. I mean, I think degrees, if you want to think about someone getting a degree, it's all arbitrary, right? You get a certificate of completion, essentially a diploma, whatever it is that you got for doing something. But whoever told you that it had to end but in elementary school, then you go to middle school, middle school, you go to high school, high school, you go to college. And why does it have to end at college? You know, you go to post post um, college, you go into your doctorate or whatever, you know, or your MBA. Um, and why does it end there? Because if you're an entrepreneur and you're building a business, there needs to be some sort of investment into you learning something because you don't know how to do a lot of things. And so for example, we only scratch the surface. Remember, this is general education, right? So if you were to, for example, um, be really into athletics, you know that you went to PE class during PE and then after school, maybe you toss the football around, which I've been seeing a lot at Surrey's Middle School. I like that you're going to middle school now. We go to these weird meta like, sports. Like we know because anything about like, this. Because I was like, where are those kids out tossing the football? And my husband's like, you know that we did that every day, right? And I was just like, this is where, like, felt so absurd to me, you know? And so I was like, oh, we always had to get on the bus, you know? And so um, thinking about that, like, okay, if you're interested in that, you only get surface level education unless you pursue something more. 
you know? And so if you're interested in something, if you're interested in building something, so whether it be a collegiate, you know, or post-collegiate athletics degree or um, Or you're tossing a ball and you want to be a football player and you go get a coach and you join a team and you you do things on the weekends and you practice. And it's, Mm -hmm. again, I love that this is a sports metaphor about (laughs) football. Like, you know. (laughs) Because I was trying to think of what class would you have interest in that it would be surface level. You know, it could be band. It could be anything. All of our interests only gets, you know, we only get a taste of it in education. Then you have to lean in to where your interests are. Yeah, you specialize. And then on top of it, you have to pay for the specializations, you know, because that's where the real expertise is. That's where the real people that, you know, that that was their, their, you know, thing that they really pursued, you know, like even when you think about eating and healthy living and stuff like that, we just don't know all those things, but sometimes people have devoted their time and energy and practices into learning more about it and you get access to it, you know? So I think really reframing that for yourself because we were taught at a very young age that you always go to school. You always go to school. And even co- you, then you go to college, you know? Or a vocational but, school to become an expert, yeah. you know, something like you're gonna be a plumber or a contractor. Like you learn that, you learn a trade. Right, and yes, you learn a trade. And that was, consi- that is, if you think about it, that's investing, yeah. right? And what I, but where I we was, just don't think about it that way. Yeah, and where I was going before, which I think I got, sidetracked on our lives, but um, <laughs> the idea of, of what I think a big objection you and I hear a lot of times from a lot of people in our community. And I will, I will say that it's a lot of women in our community is that they feel like they have to be further ahead before they can invest in themselves. Mm-hmm. And if that's you and you're listening, it's, it, it is what it is. It's not a fault of yours. It's just something that we want to bring awareness to because you know, Mina had a conversation with her husband, their product-based business. And she's like, when we were a smaller business, when we were like a half million dollar, whatever business, would you have said, if I said there was a mastermind, for example, that would be very specific to product-based businesses, would you, and it was X amount of money, would you be okay with me investing? So what was that conversation with your husband about investing in yourself as a business owner? Yeah, we were, you know, obviously the mastermind was on my mind. And I thought, okay, if I were somebody who was going to invest in a mastermind, I wonder if, because we have actually a ton of husband-wife teams in the mastermind. We have like five, I believe. And I thought, oh, I should ask my own husband. So if I were to ask you, can I join this mastermind? Would you let me? And I phrased it in that way. It was just like, how I spoke. And it was weird that that was how I spoke, right? Would you let me? I mean, I've never asked this. Because you're 50, 50 partners in that in it too, right? So you get... <laughs> and so he was like, yeah, of course, because you'd probably lose that money to taxes anyways. We'd lose that money to taxes anyways. So his mind automatically went to, yeah, of course, because we'd write it off and we'd lose it to taxes. Like, you know, obviously that's a no brainer. It was very practical thinking. Whereas in my mind, it was like, would you let me, could I do it? That seems like a whole lot of money. Would I get the return? Um, you know, could I convince him? It was all these things around this big decision when it was just so simple. Yeah, of course you'd invest in yourself because you need to invest in yourself. Plus added bonus, you get to write it off and you're building a business. You truly, it's like literally 
putting on the the whole title of I'm the boss of my business. I'm the owner of my business. You actually need to invest in yourself. Right. You know, because the thing is, is, and you know, I've always, you're my partnership here, but on my other, my other business was myself. Right. So I didn't run things by my husband because when I wanted to, you know, pay for a course, for example, I took the money from my business and I paid for the course or I put it on credit. Cause I knew, I knew that if I was investing into a course, I was going to learn something that I could then implement that then I would be able to get a return on my investment plus make so much more money, right? Like I would up mm-hmm. level my business. And so I think a lot of times that objection comes up a lot versus, you know, um, if my husband needs to sing and sing better, or he has a role, he will go pay his coach to help mm-hmm. him work his voice. Even though he's been singing for his whole life, he needs to invest in his coach to up, like, Actually, to work on his we voice. need to invest in it. You know, I was listening to another I podcast know. and they were saying like, um, Our voices ceiling fan, yeah, ceiling fan uh, makes your voice, you know, Dry. not great in the morning. And I was like, you know what? We're vocalists now. <laughs> now that we're the Beyonce's of podcasting, we need a we need a vocal coach. <laughs> no, but it's true, right? Because you you have a skill set and you need to up level yourself. But people get speaking coaches, right? I we know yeah. a lot of podcasters. We one of um, a mentor of ours when she had her very first live event, she went and paid someone like twenty grand to tell her how to host a live event. It was like a, at mm-hmm. that point for us, it was like bonkers in terms of that investment. But she wanted, she knew the result she would have. She knew the result she wanted, and she invested in herself. Did she have to do that $20,000 every time she wanted a live event? No, she went and learned what she needed to learn. And then she was able to continue that. So think about that. That's like this investment in leveling herself up quicker Mm -hmm. without making the mistakes, because that would be a really costly mistake to try and do this without knowing what to do next. And then that paid off year over year over year and every other live event she ever did. Question for you, product boss. How much time, effort, and money do you spend promoting your business each year? Do you feel like it's paying off? Are you getting tons of visibility or do you feel like you're struggling to get more eyes on your products? This is exactly why we created the Small Business Shopping Directory. The Small Business Shopping Directory is an all-in-one place for customers to shop, discover, and support small product businesses every day. It's a place for you to be visible to new customers and get discovered. The Small Business Shopping Directory is the number one small product-based business directory that gets your business in front of thousands of customers who want to support and buy from small businesses just like yours. It's a perfect way to get your products in front of eager buyers this season without having to spend thousands on ads. Our goal is to get you more visibility and to get more eyes on your business. And here's the best part. We're doing this together. The directory is a way for small businesses like yours to join forces and create a big impact because customers can finally find you online and offline. They can support you with their purchasing power. It will take all of us to create this movement of supporting small and we can do it together. So are you in? We invite you to join the small business shopping directory. This is your personal invitation to get listed today. You can get up and running in just minutes. So don't wait. You can join now and get your listing by heading to shop1in5.com and click on the link to get listed. So I think our number one advice to you for this year is really to think about how can you level yourself up? Now, I'm going to tell all of you that I'm super proud of you because you're here right now. 
So you're already investing in yourself in terms of time. So time, Mm -hmm. you're spending the time, you listen to the podcast, you listen to other business podcasts, and you are educating yourself. But this is surface level, right? This is, yeah, you have aha Mm -hmm. moments. There's things that ping in your head. You're like, yes, I'm going to try this. Yes, I'm going to do that. But it's not in depth. It's not specific to what your needs are. Are you looking to... Mm -hmm. It's not customized for you. Or or specific to what you're looking for, right? So are you looking for more sales and more revenue? Do you know how to get more sales and more revenue, right? Like, do you have a plan for that? Do you have a timeline for that? Because a lot of times you could say like, well, I want to make more sales, but I'm not. And then Mm -hmm. a lot of objections that I hear is like, well, I'm making, I'm not making a lot of money. So I can't invest in a course, right? I can't invest in myself because my business isn't there yet. Well, what if we were to tell you that if you were to invest in yourself, invest in education, invest in a course, that that you could actually turn that around and make more money. We also hear Mm -hmm. other people that have been in business five, 10 years, and they're still only making a little bit of money for the effort that they're putting into these businesses for the amount of time. Don't you think it's it's time for you to make a change? Because if you've been doing this for year over year over year and the results are not there, then the change might, you know, there's change in your product, there's change in your messaging, there's change in where you show up. But probably first, it's leveling yourself up. It's your mindset. It's your education. It's like how you're going to approach your business. For sure. I think it's going to vary with level of commitment. So free podcasts, podcast listening, and I would say books, books on audio is, is, is tier one. It's where you, it's accessible to everybody. Everybody is same sort of knowledge, same with YouTube and um, Google, right? We pretty much all have access to the internet. That's probably tier one, right? Then you need to up level yourself more. And that's tier two. This is, you know, probably do-it-yourself courses. Um, like we have multi-stream machine and really commit like a, another level of commitment. So as I'm going up the tiers, it's another level of commitment, right? So tier two, do-it-yourself course. That means that you are buying certain things and implementing them on your own and, and creating actions, Right. And then the next level up is probably, I would say, getting out into the community. You know, um, maybe you join an organization, you um, join the directory, whatever it is, you're investing in things that your business needs. You're investing in things that get you in front of more eyes, that sort of thing, you know? And you're specializing, hopefully too, like you're getting the education that you need for you throughout all this. And then the top tier would be masterminds, you know, or, like um, that is a higher coaching. level of commitment. Yeah. yeah, group coaching, right. Group coaching would probably be before masterminds. Mm-hmm. And that would be, you're showing up, the commitment is higher. You're showing up, You only you can make you show up and you um, partake in the the coaching sessions, the hot seats, whatever it is, however that group coaching is, and you listen to the coaches, right? But the coach, there's usually one coach to multiples of people, you know? And then it goes to mastermind where the mastermind is like you, that's a really big, bigger commitment, but bigger impact on your business, bigger changes, bigger decisions, and bigger moves and 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 you get, it's a bigger way of um, committing to your business. And that is where you are really utilizing other people, the power of the people and, um, and potentially coaches like in, in ours where we're in their coaching as well, but we're um, really alongside them too. And that's when you've committed to really being the boss of your business. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that's what you did too, was like when you up leveled in being DCC, 
it was through masterminds. Yeah. I mean, I was 10 and a half years as an entrepreneur. And if you've been listening for a while, you know, this 10 and a half years of just figuring it out myself. And when I started my business, online coaching wasn't big. There weren't podcasts. Um, finding a consultant or a coach specific to what I did, I was a consultant and a coach, you know, like I was one of the first in my, in my, um, world to help start up, start up fashion brands. And so, um, I'm, I'm well known in that industry. And then people came after that, but it was 10 and a half years in. And I was like feeling crazy. I felt like my business was crushing me and things weren't changing. And I felt just stuck in the way I'd always been doing things. And that's when actually a client of mine told me about podcasts. I was like, well, that's amazing. Second thing was I started listening to podcasts and I actually hired the podcaster as a one-on-one coach because she offered that. Then she said, Hey, by the way, I have a mastermind. It was like six figure entrepreneurs. And I joined that. And then I went back to coaching with her and it just changed everything because it was like, we have such self doubt in ourselves. Right. And, and we're, we're all learning. We had this discussion yesterday. We recorded a podcast episode and it was like, there aren't a lot of models. There's more and more, but there aren't, aren't a lot of models of women out there that have done it the way we're all doing it today. Okay. 2021, 2022, that parenting, personal development, business development, running businesses, having really big dreams. Like they're, we're all doing it together and changing and shifting this landscape of entrepreneurship. And our children are seeing that, right? My husband does the laundry. Mm-hmm. My dad never did the laundry. Like there's things now that they're seeing that are very different. And we're all kind of walking through this and paving this path. And then there will be people that come after us that will say, oh, like, They've done it before. I'm learning from them, but a lot of us are stepping forward. So as we're doing this, I think it's a good time for you all to realize, like, you can figure this out on your own, but it's going to take you longer, right? It's going to take you Mm -hmm. longer. It's going to cost you more time. It's going to cost you more money. So if you want results, it's going to take action. And the first action is investing in yourself. You're here listening to the podcast. You could buy books. Our podcast has been so successful because there's not a lot talking to all product bosses about this holistic way of building a business and the way that we teach it. And then the next thing is, is what do I need to do? What are the goals I have for 2022 for my business? How is this going to be my best year yet? Is it that I need to work on my mindset? Is it that I need to work on my sales? Is it that I need to work on my visibility and my marketing? Is it that my systems need to be cleaned up? Like what parts of your business need attention and then go invest in something that is going to help you improve that? Make it the best year yet. Make it the solid foundation that then your business can scale and grow off of. And so we'll do all that we can in a free way for all of you. We've got the, you know, mm-hmm. the the best year yet guide, like um, workshops that are coming up in January. We have our free challenges. We have multi-stream machine that the doors are going to open early this year in 2022. We have our masterminds. We have so many ways that we can support you that are free and paid, but we just need you to make that commitment to yourself and decide. Yeah. Mic drop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I thought you were I thought you were going on. You thought I was saying decide. A pause. Dot dot dot. And you said yeah. I and I was yeah. like, are you gonna say something? <laughs> yeah, um, mic drop, mic drop. <laughs> it's true. You do need to decide, right? Because the thing is, there's a ton of people that will say, I want, I, my new year's resolution is to stop biting my nails. My new year's resolution is to grow my business, whatever it is, whatever it looks like my, you know, not even new year's resolution, my dream or my goal is to build a business. There is a fraction of those people that will actually do anything about it. A fraction of them. 
And you, my friend, that are listening are one of them. You took action, you built a business, you got people to pay you for your goods. And now it's up to you to decide, do I take it to another level? Do I become this person that I've always wanted to become? So what's stopping you? Be that person, you know? And so it does take investing in yourself. And I want to reframe it in the way that, you know, up-leveling yourself, like we, we said, you know, takes an up-leveling yourself to be the person you want to be, because how are you going to step into the shoes of that person you want to be? Well, you have to commit to it. You have to actually, you know, be do those actions, invest that money, make the big decisions, or you don't and you don't get there, right? So I think that you all have done such an amazing job and I want to encourage you all to think about that you are all worth that investment, right? Who told you that you had to stop investing in yourself? Because it's not true. You have to continually invest in yourself, especially if you're building a business. Even even if you're like as a new mom, you invested in perhaps a lactation consultant or some people a night nurse, some people watching YouTube videos, some people with um, a, an amazing stroller all or whatever it is that made their lives easier. That your baby would oh my like God. the bottles. The nipples the on the bottles. Of, yeah, the nipples. <laughs> Which on the ones bottle. would they take? You know how much money that was? That's like equal to a course. <laughs> right? So you definitely just need to think about I, you know, how you can up-level yourself, what that looks like for you, and know that it does take those necessary steps into doing it before you're ready. Okay. So if you know me and you, you've been listening to the podcast for a while, you know that I deal with a lot of scarcity issues. So when I say scarcity, it's the idea of like, I'm, you know, if something fails, I'm never going to make a single dollar again. There's never going to be any money. I'm going to end up homeless. Like I'm going to run out of all of my money, right? Like this is a scarcity thing that I've been working on for a very long time in my life. I have professional (laughs) help. Nobody worry, but I've been working on abundance, right? The idea of abundance. And so I will tell you the very first time I invested in myself, which was very expensive to work one-on-one with a really top rated podcaster. I was paying like $2,500 a month to talk to her a couple times a month. And, um, her, you know, the mastermind is really expensive and it was a lot because it was a lot of my profit. It was a lot of my revenue that the business was paying out. And it just felt really scary to put that money out there. But it paid back in probably still paying so back. many ways. So when it's still paying yeah. back, I mean, I met Hello. you through it. This entire <laughs> thing was like, I mean, <laughs> priceless, right? <laughs> so I mean, truly though, and then the impact that we've had. So I think what all of us don't realize is like, I think we get stuck on the numbers. We get stuck on the money and we think, okay, like if I pay this money out, it's never going to come back to me. If I invest in a course for a couple thousand dollars, am I ever going to make that back? If I invest, you know, tens of thousand dollars to be in a mastermind, is it ever going to come back? And I, and I want you all to know from a person who gets really scared about money, really scared that it may not, my, my, I will empty my cup and it will not fill back up. At the same time, I've proven to myself, and like Mina said before, that I can always fill my cup back up. You are all entrepreneurs. You have, whether you've started selling, you've sold a couple hundred dollars worth, you sold thousands of dollars worth of products, you came up with this business on your own. You've made it, whether you're in production or you've sold, I don't, if you've made a hundred bucks total, you've still made a hundred dollars from something that you've created. So just as a person that gets scared of money to other people out there that might be scared of spending 
and investing in themselves. I want to tell you from my personal experience that it is the best thing I've ever done. And I've made that money back 10 times, tenfold, gazillions. And that's only monetary numbers, value. You know, we're really great at math over Not here. Not intangibles. Yeah. Yeah. Mindset. Mm-hmm. I can sleep at night. You know, like there's just such growth I'm doing. There's things I'm passing down to my children. I'm able to be here on the podcast with all of you from all the things that I've learned. So I just want you, I know it's a scary thing to think about parting with certain amounts of money when you do eventually decide to invest in yourself. But know that one thing that you learn can be the game changer, can be the thing that changes it all for you. And what Mina was saying before Mm -hmm. is you need to take action though. So just because you invest in a course, if you never open the course, it's not going to make you make more money, right? It's not going to help you level up. It's not going to change your mindset. It's not going to shift the course of your life. But you implement something. We all know this from books. You open up a book and you take one little gem away from that book and it's a game changer. And you take a different gem when you open it up again, mm-hmm. same with like, if you ever invest in courses, which I would invest in courses, this is before Jacqueline's invested in masterminds, but my go-to is I love courses because I like to learn in that sort of way. My mind works in that sort of way where it's broken down module by module, that sort of thing. And um, I like to be able to go back to things. So I'll reread books, for example, or I actually, sometimes I'll re- read three books at a time. Wow. So I'll take pieces of each book, you know, and it's just like, because you, it, it gets absorbed into you in different ways at different times. So even if you grab one gem out of that course, the next time you go through it in this different season of your life, perhaps it'll be a different gem, right? So I think you need to know it's a continually uh, compound effect of knowledge, of impact, of value on your life. And that's, but the first step in all of that is believing that you should do it for yourself and invest in yourself, believing that you can pull a gem out of it and a different gem every time. So our biggest advice to all of you in 2022 is not to invest in the stock market. It's not (laughs) to invest in, in, in how like, you know, residential properties. I don't know. We know nothing about that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you do you, if that's what you want to do. So that's not our (laughs) advice to you, right? Our advice Mm -hmm. to you, the thing that will keep paying off year over year, day over day, the thing that you're going to see the biggest return on is investing in yourself. If you could take this with you as you go through 2022, as you go through your days and you think, how have I invested in myself today? Have I leveled myself up? You are the business owner and it is that it is, it is crucial and important that you are continually investing and leveling up and making yourself the best version of yourself in the season that you're in. And so we're here with you. We're here to support you. We have our free workshops coming up. We have our free challenge. We have our courses. We have our masterminds. We have all the things. If this is something that you feel like is, is right for you right now, but we just want us to be in your ear. I know a lot of you message us and like, you're in my ear. I heard you say this to me, but just remember that you're worth it. My friends, you're worth it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Thanks everybody. Thank you for being here and listening all the way through the Product Boss Podcast. If you love our show and it has helped you in any way in your business, would you mind doing two things for us? Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review. Reviews help other product entrepreneurs know that this is the place to be to grow their businesses and realize that they're not alone. And we know that you all know that a five-star and honest review helps you sell more products to more people. So you know that your reviews help us reach more listeners around the world. Remember, what we give is what we receive. And we are all about helping each other in the product loss community. 
we are all in this together. We would be so appreciative of you if you could take the time right now to subscribe, leave a review, and even share this episode on social or someone you know so we can impact more lives. And remember, subscribing means that you will get notified each time we release a new episode so you never miss a thing. You have helped us grow and climb into the top 10 of all marketing podcasts and together we can keep climbing. Thank you, friends. And remember, there is room at the top for all of us. This episode is brought to you by the Shop One in Five Pledge and Small Business Shopping Directory. It's a commitment to make one in five of your purchases from a small business online or offline. So head to shoponeinfive.com to take the pledge. And friend, while you are there, check out and shop from hundreds of small businesses in the Small Business Shopping Directory. It's the go-to directory to discover, support, and shop small businesses all in one place. Head to shop1in5.com.